0: Welcome to Self-Evident Podcast. You got Massey, you have Mike, and if you notice, we're in a different office. This is actually my my church office that I have here at our church because (laughs) our podcast room is under construction. Yes, it is. Hot dogs. So we're actually doing some really cool things. We told you guys Mm -hmm. we would be redoing a lot of what we're, uh, kind of what we're, our look is changing, right? To be a little more pro, we're actually investing in some better equipment. So uh, which means we need your help. So if you guys want to go online to theselfevidenttruth.com, you guys can sign up and be a monthly sponsor, be one of those torchbearers. It uh, really helps us get doing what we're doing. If you guys also just want to donate, that would help us immensely. We've got a really big goal right now. Uh, we're trying to raise to get uh, the, the stuff that we need. We're still going to buy it regardless, but it sure would be nice to have some help. If you guys want to go online, theselfevidenttruth.com, uh please go sign up. Uh, make yourself a monthly partner. Donate, whatever you can do. Also, if you guys want to buy one of our cool T-shirts or one of these awesome hats, go on to 1776truth.store. You guys can buy one of those. But we got a lot to talk about here, folks. We're talking about the Supreme Court nominee, Uh huh. ACB.
1: V- Radical, crazy, Christian, fundamentalist, extremist, yeah. Amy Coney Barrett. You can just tell she's nuts, right? I, like, looking I, at her picture, you're like, this, this... Lady is crazy. Crazy. Or completely normal. Exactly. One or the other. Exactly.
0: But. I think uh the more and more we get into this, we're gonna see she's not really a radical, she's a Christian. Yeah.
1: <laughs> Which isn't it isn't it the the state of today where a person is dedicated and convicted to their beliefs and they're considered radical, they're considered crazy. Yeah. Whereas why whereas somebody like and I'm not trying to put people on blast, but I'm going to Biden Go Pelosi. When they're talked about as being Catholics, they're talked about as is like oh these wonderful, moderates wonderful, who Catholic you know politicians, which they don't seem to really stand for much outside of social justice and equality. Even when so a couple of Biden ads just came out uh, and they're being pushed on Christian networks and everything. And if you notice what the ads talk about is mostly my faith got me through hard times and my faith tells me to social justice it Mm -hmm. and there's not what i notice is one of the things that you can tell is how much does a politician when they're talking about their faith are they really talking about god and they're really talking about christ or are they talking about the good deeds that they're called to go do bingo there's a difference and if a person's mostly talking about you know helping the poor and making things equal justice you know not being greedy that kind of thing it tends to be they're using more of their faith as a crutch to push a policy yes they are whereas what you'll notice with amy coney barrett is she talks about god she talks about faith she talks about devotion to conviction right that's a whole different conversation and they take that the, the the people who are against her her critics They take that as she's a fundamentalist. She's extremist. She holds her convictions. And there's a point that I'm going to make in a little bit when we talk about her history that shows why, you know, Feinstein and and we'll cover this a little bit more in depth. But Feinstein told her the dogma lives loudly within you, Mm -hmm. basically said your your convictions are going to ruin your rulings and. Judge Amy had a very good response to that, which I'll kind of hold you in suspense, but a great response. Yeah, to
0: isn't that right? Kind of ridiculous that like every Supreme Court justice recently they hold to those things, like their belief is what they uh-huh. judge on, i.e., 2015 with the gay marriage ruling. I mean, all this stuff, it's like, okay, Elena Kagan, avowed lesbian, you know what I mean? Like, right, you whoa, know, but right. like. Of course she was going to say yes. She wasn't going to say no. That's that's not a that's not a, a US government issue. Of course yeah. she's not going to do that.
1: Why? Because her beliefs are it fits
0: the narrative for her, right? Yeah. I mean, honestly, that's 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 kind of a duh statement. So, um, guys, tell us where you're from. Like this video. Please share the video because the more likes and the more shares we get, the more it's viewed and the more the gospel can get out there and save people's souls. That is the whole point here. Most people think I'm political. No, I'm actually all about the gospel but the gospel can translate into politics it can translate into government it can translate into the schools and the families so we're not just a one-dimensional type ministry um we talk about the gospel and i've got many stories to prove that uh so this is all about the gospel share this video please tell us where you're from comment below please ask your questions what do you want to know we'd love to talk to you about it and i mean that we will we will answer your questions live online so okay let's get into this sarah
1: all right trump
0: got the rona let's do the news bits trump and the rona Trump got the Rona. Trump got it.
1: Everybody, every moment of silence.
0: I guess he ain't dead.
1: Oh, he's not? Yeah. I, so it's like I thought it was 100% fatality. Exactly.
0: Right? It's like this whole fear thing just came over like, oh my gosh, he's irresponsible, blah, blah, blah. Dude, look, Rick Green said it from Texas. You know, eventually, pretty much a lot of us are going to get it. Uh huh. But 99.8% of people don't die from it. So what is this fear tactic that we're using? That oh my gosh, he got Rona. But here's the other thing too: is his wife's asymptomatic, but she tested positive. I mean, when have you ever heard of that before? Asymptomatic, like you're not showing that you have it, but you have it. So,
1: but can yeah. we say that with anything? It's it's really kind of this this nuts game or this details game that's being played, especially with the coronavirus. Is everybody is so very hypersensitive to the whole thing? I mean, let's. And, and I understand it's a little more dangerous than the flu. I'm not going to say it's, it's, it's less than the flu or anything like that. But would we freak out this much if Trump got the flu? Right. A, a really bad flu. Or pneumonia. It, Trump gets pneumonia. Like, would everybody freak out to this level? And would there be all this fighting and chaos? Right, right. But because coronavirus has been in the news so much since, like, January, February, th- there's nothing we can do but... Keep talking about it. Mm-hmm. I mean, yep. and and one thing that I want to say is, and I've just got to throw this out there. Look at the latest news reports about Sweden. Totally. Sweden, no masks, no lockdowns, right? Everybody stayed in school. Businesses stayed open. And yet they're fine. <laughs> yeah, they're they're actually like, doing a dude, lot better yeah, than most of the like, countries around. Let's you. get
0: real here. You know, there's there's this somehow, some way we've run into this thing where it's like, oh my gosh, COVID is a death sentence.
1: Yeah. And it's yeah. like
0: you and I had it.
1: Yep. We, right.
0: We look. We even did the six foot thing people told us to do. Uh-huh. Right. All this other stuff. Okay. And we still got it. Okay. It, 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 you're prone to it, right? It's like I'm going to be prone to getting it, I, and I don't get sick. Matter of fact, that was the first time I called into to work in years. I, I don't remember the last time I called into to work. Sure. I don't do that stuff. You know, I just don't. I work. I'm a workhorse. That's. I love that. I love to work. But that took us out for for a little bit, right? Yeah. But I mean, I knew I was going to be okay. Like you know, just take care of yourself, rest, right? Yeah. You know, uh, get some fresh air. And I think it. I think I got somewhat of a mild pneumonia. I think I don't know mm. because I couldn't breathe. But I mean, yours, yours was a little different. Yours was more Arnold Schwarzenegger ish. You I, were like, I got these.
1: <laughs> and it. It. And we know people who had serious reactions to it. And I think it's more of a fact of. Of there's a play of genetics. There's a play of predisposition of. of uh, Pre-existing conditions, that kind of thing. Oh, by the way, if you want to see Massey's Cup, we're brought to you by Uncan, Uncan Onuts. Nuts.
0: We're back in the we're game. Back. <laughs> oh, it just
1: feels right. That's nostalgic. Ne- that ne- is nostalgia. Next step is a self-evident dance. That's right. <laughs> so we we brought up this whole Trump thing because just keep an eye on it. You're gonna see a lot yeah, of stuff totally, on totally. Twitter going back and forth. Okay. And even on the notes, I had said as soon as I saw it, I okay, we got to talk about this. You I know- put it in the notes. It was like. I'm I am not looking forward to all the I hope he dies and serves him right stuff. And sure enough, totally. like clockwork, five minutes after it comes out, people are all posting that crap. Just, just pause. Yeah, right? dude, totally
0: pause. And you know what? This will actually work. And 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 allow me to explain. If he's sur- which he's he'll survive. I mean, yeah. he's, he's taken care of by yeah. the best right now, right? His wife will survive. The the rest of the people that got affected will survive. Kellyanne Conway will survive, right? This hopefully will say, well, it wasn't as bad as everybody's saying it is. Yeah. You know, some react differently, right? We've had, yep. okay, the stats are really blown out of proportion. They kept pushing that, uh, that number during the, during the debate. 200,000 people died, 200,000 uh, people yeah, died. Yeah, but We yeah. know the CDC said around 9,000 people were actually died yeah, from COVID itself. So it's kind of like, okay, we're fudging numbers here because of pre-existing conditions, right? Um, so, hey, let me, let me do some things here. Uh, Crusader Homeschool, uh, he is from upstate New York. Angela Guido, I like your hat, girl. Where'd you get it? Can you put it below? 1776truth.store. <laughs> That's where she got it. Um, anyway, so, yeah, Trump got the Rona, but guess what? He's, uh, you know, he's, right. he's going to be all right, It'll right? Be... And, dude, dude, but let's go to this. You right. know what's funny? Chrisanne Hall's Twitter account is suspended for sharing the truth. But there's people literally wishing this guy's death, and they're still up. Don't tell me this isn't an agenda-driven thing, yeah. right? We all know it's agenda-driven, but this is straight-up proven now that this is agenda-driven. Our views have been down for mm-hmm. some reason. We were climbing and climbing and climbing, and then all of a sudden they started to get lower. Why? What is what is going on here, Right. I don't care about the viewership. I care about why are you trying to suppress the truth? What is going on, right? Mm-hmm. Why are their Twitter accounts? Why can Michael Moore say, you know what, I'm praying for COVID-19? Bro, that's like a death. That, that's like threatening death almost. You know what yes. I mean? I don't care who the president is. I don't care if it's Obama or whoever. I would never wish that on them. Do you know why? Not only is the office of president holding high esteem, and remember this, folks, Trump's actions do not determine mine. I don't justify my actions by President Trump. I justify my actions by the Word of God and by the Spirit of God, okay? So it doesn't matter what he does. It matters what we do, okay? So whatever he's done or whatever he, you think he's done or you you who are against him has no bearing on how you react before the Lord Yeah. at all.
1: And I will say that there have been some progressives who who can't stand him who came out on twitter very oh my gosh very supportive very sympathetic right uh rachel maddow was one that really surprised me she she had a very heartfelt message about the whole thing which i appreciate it when people can kind of set aside all this political bluster and at least say look as a human being i hope this person is okay which we have that for the people that are on the other side that that we really st- have issue with about what they do i do not want to see somebody like obama or pelosi or biden fall to this thing you know i want to see them make it through yeah who who wants to wish death that is morbid dude it's right and and like you were saying that that shows your heart and your intent right that shows who you are and so be very aware of like how you actually talk about other people and what you wish for them or, or what you think should happen to them. Because just remember, if you're making that judgment on them, mm-hmm. right, that judgment can be held to you. Totally. Um, so let's just watch that. But remember, take it all with a grain of salt what you're going to hear about the whole thing. But I mean... I put in the note, look, this guy is 70 years old. He eats McDonald's pretty much every day. He even, he attributed his amazing hair to McDonald's French fries. Like, he goes, 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 goes. This guy does, like, hour and a half, two-hour speeches and doesn't seem to slow down at all. I don't think it's really going to affect him all that much. No, he's, you know, he's a workhorse, he'll, dude. He'll recover. Like, the guy never stops. So that being said, let's move to the House bill. So I wanted to cover this a little bit. Once again, notice we're talking trillions. We are talking the difference in trillions. Like it's it's 5 bucks here, 5 <laughs> bucks there. Well, yeah. we want 3 trillion. We only want 1.5 trillion. This is insanity to me. This is, is insanity. It is. Well, it's emergency times. No. That doesn't mean that we just break the bank and spend as much money as we want, right? So be sure to watch what's going into this bill. Look at it, you know, take a gander, see what's going on with it. One of the things that's in this thing is that it would hand checks to illegal immigrants. It would remove $600 million in funding from law enforcement. Funny, Pelosi didn't want to do anything about compromising on this thing. She just had to push it. You know, don't forget, guys, also to share this. I know I'm, I'm interrupting the message, but share, share this. Go to Bitshoot. Go to YouTube. Go to Parlor. Right, parle Right, Share this stuff Get it out to other people Anyways, 18 Democrats Voted against it No Republicans voted for it Duh. This House bill <clears throat> we, uh, we even had Ben McAdams, who's Democrat Said, Republicans have put forward a serious Offer I think leadership should stay at the table And get this across the finish line It's a serious offer and a good faith offer And it feels like we we're close and Pelosi said that Republicans are only offering the heel of the loaf of bread and reiterating that they came down 1.2 trillion already. So, you know, they're so kind by coming down 1.2 trillion.
0: Okay, and, and see, but even that, it, people are blaming Trump for for and we should be. Yeah, the, the he's, deficit he's, has gone up yeah. like crazy. But nobody's saying about anything about these guys who actually hold the purse strings. Mm-hmm. Congress is the one that holds the purse strings, not the president right he's allowing it right he's passing it through and people are like oh my gosh look at the debt well who fabricated this crap where it's like we shut down our economy <laughs> for this stuff right because yeah. wasn't it them that said and yes we can say this is political okay i don't care what you think this is political when fauci and his team comes out and says two to three million people are going to die from this people freak out
1: yeah people freak out dude and then remember the original talk for the lockdowns a couple of weeks just to flatten the curve it was all about flattening the curve and there were some of us that were saying yeah but you're gonna have a second spike as soon as you start opening up you will have a second spike and of course what happens? second spike oh we have to lock down further man this is what happens once you get into this cycle of of trying to play this game totally bad stuff happens
0: totally and you know what we only have ourselves to blame for that yeah because we're following and and, and and leading by fear now, not faith, mm. right? That no sickness shall come upon me, the Word of God says. That when we were released from Egypt, when the children of God, he promised that no sickness shall come upon you, that the blood of Christ watches me. Will I get sick? Yes. But his promises are for me, and that I have to claim those and believe those. That the blood of Jesus can wash away anything from me, my sin, my disease, all these things that he can heal. And we said this before a thousand times, but we're now we're being seen, we're seeing... People be led by fear. So when President Trump yeah. gets popped with Corona, we're like, oh, my gosh. And then the liberals are coming up. See, we told you this was serious. No, the virus exists. That's all that means. And had everybody got... can catch it. <laughs> Here, what if he's got the flu and we don't even know it? Yeah. What if it tested as the flu? Would we say anything if President Trump had the flu? No.
1: Oh, he's down for a couple of days. But
0: you know what? They're coming out with a vaccine for this COVID stuff, right? But we forget to realize that the flu vaccine still kills around forty-five 000 to 65,000 people a year. So what are we doing? What are, what are we talking about? They're mad at him for yeah. saying you you allow two hundred thousand people to get killed, two hundred thousand people, right? But you don't care that you could die from a vaccine that you're trying to push so hard. That you it, this is insanity. Now look now look what's happening. We're dependent more on an election, a federal election, than the houses of worship now. Seriously, that's how much authority the president has been
1: given, no. and it's not his to, to to have. And and the rest of the government no longer. It, well, I shouldn't say no longer. There are people who are starting to run towards the church, but a vast majority of people are running to the government saying, save us, save us, save us. 100%. Right? And and what you're noticing is you're noticing also government officials trying to take hold of authority. Man, Whitmer in, in Michigan, the Supreme Court basically Bro. said, dude, you are unconstitutional. Good. She said, too bad. Literally, she she's like, too bad. I'm going to keep doing it. You can't stop me. That is
0: called impeachment now.
1: Yeah. You are yeah. now defying
0: your own your own state constitution doesn't have the authority to do this your own supreme court just said you can't do it this is called checks and balances governor whitmer (laughs) if your own if your own courts are saying now here's the problem though and, and people from michigan that are on here comment with me you know what the problem is republicans are still for some of her stuff yeah they're all rhinos dude they want some of her stuff in place that's the problem they're not, they're not real conservatives. You know what it is? They don't know the Constitution, their own state constitution. They don't know. That's why they're for it. No. And so what happens is you have these these things that pass, and nobody stands against it because they don't know it, right? And you know what? They're willfully surrendering to it for the money, dude. You all know, as well as I do, that there's some kind of money being given here to keep these emergency acts open while we destroy business because who's going to take over business? Government will eventually. <laughs> See what happens right. when yeah. Biden said during the, the debate, if you guys watch the debate, what a what a pile of junk that debate was to me. It was so, it was so ridiculous what the debate was. Biden says we fit we help fix the economy. You bailed them out with my money. You didn't do anything to fix the economy. You took eight hundred billion dollars and pumped it back in the. Why didn't you just let me keep my money and shop the way I wanted to shop? Oh, by the way, how come all those CEOs and those businesses you bailed out got real nice pocket changes when they left? Y'all didn't, y'all didn't do anything for the economy. Listen to what he says. I'm going to create new jobs when we do solar industry. Whose money are you using? Mine. My kids. My grandkids. My great-grandkids. You're going to put us more in debt to create jobs? That is called circular stupidity, folks. Circular reasoning. It, it'll it'll end up destroying
1: itself. To go along with that, with this uh, stimulus bill, one section in there, in the bill, the government would subsidize your health insurance and pick up almost all of the tab if you Paid lose your job. Paid for by who? Right? Pick up all of your insurance if you lose your job. Now, I, I guarantee a lot of people, well, yeah, that takes care of us. That takes care of me. I've lost my job. I need health insurance, especially during a pandemic. I understand your plight, but once we go down this road, we don't come back. Can you come back we, from it? We are getting into government, paying for everything, and controlling everything. You can say we're crazy, but man, has government given you more freedom or less freedom 100%. over the
0: decades? 100%.
1: Are they moving towards giving you more liberty, or now they saying, well— we'll let certain businesses open up. That's freedom and liberty for you. Man, I hear people on on the radio saying, "Oh, I'm I'm totally libertarian. I totally believe in individual responsibility." But but you, like, don't. but you don't because the next thing out of their mouth is, "But we've got to keep people safe, and that means you know restricting liberty here and and doing some things here." Yeah, but when do you let it go? When do you release it all? You don't.
0: Here again. Go back to the original. Go back to the original. Scalia said it best. The Constitution says what it, say, it says, and it doesn't say what it doesn't say. You can't go beyond that. The Constitution is its own document. When did it say in the First Amendment that you could take away my rights during a pandemic, or when I'm scared? Mm-hmm. It doesn't. It says you can't touch churches. Congress notice California. that. California. Notice this. Notice this. Congress shall make no law. Notice it didn't say anything about president or Supreme Court because they don't make law. Thank you. Not governors. Not city council members, Congress. And it says that they cannot even pass a law respecting an establishment of religion or prohibit its free exercise.
1: Ooh, wait. What's that second part? Done. Prohibit what? That's
0: it. So their laws right now are null and void. That's it. So all it takes for us to do is to stand. And you may be arrested. And you know what? You may have to go before the courts. But so what? So what? These rights are God-given, and that's why we need to keep standing against them, right? This is why we're seeing you can't even go into a business now. I, uh, one of my friends was going into a Jimmy John's or whatever, it is, I think Jersey Mike's or Jimmy John's or whatever, literally walked up because he didn't have a, a mask on. It's ridiculous. It's ridiculous. You're, this is so insane that you're looked at as almost a bad guy for not wearing a mask. Mm-hmm. If I don't want to wear one, I don't want to wear one. What's wrong with that? You know, I went to Orlando today with the kids. We went last night to to the to the um, hotel. Walk in, she goes, "You can't walk in here without a mask." And I'm like, "Uh, so when can I take it off?" She said, "When you leave the front desk." So, so, (laughs) it only exists when I'm at the front desk, or like, (laughs) you know what I mean? Like, I don't have to wear it any other time, (laughs) except here, because you know what I mean. Like, I don't understand. Nobody was standing six feet apart. Yeah. And then in the elevators, it says stand six feet apart when the elevators are only four <laughs> foot wide. Right. I mean, this is insanity what we're doing right now. This is what we're doing to each other. We're, we're confusing the people because the majority of the people ain't going to study this. Yeah. You know what they do is they trust. They just trust that we know what we're doing. The politics. I'm sorry. The politicians know what they're doing,
1: which is in a sense, it's understandable because the it's um, you're. You're saying, okay, there's authorities, there's experts who may not may know what I don't. So I kinda understand and, and I'll accept that they're telling me what's best for me, so I'm gonna I'm gonna go along with that. I can understand that. The problem is when it starts being forced as mandatory, all of a sudden you've stepped into another level. Right. UK is now talking about mandatory vaccinations. In the UK, I could really see them pushing that. Let me ask you, when does that line get dr- if if you're for a mandatory mask, okay? Sure, are you for a mandatory vaccination? Because now all of a sudden, it's not just a piece of clothing or cloth that you're wearing. It's something being injected into you. It's something that is is being put into you that could be dangerous for you. That could have side effects. And now all of a sudden, the government is saying, we are going to put this in you, whether you like it or not. Now, that's the U.K. government, but, man, America is not usually all that far behind Europe. And there's plenty of people in America. Yale and uh, Princeton had professors that just came out with an article saying, we need to have mandatory vaccinations. People won't accept it right away, so here's how you do it. You bring it out voluntarily. You get people used to it. Then you start the steps towards mandatory. Watch it. Watch that happen. That's exactly what they're going to do. They're going to make it voluntary, say, no, 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 we're not going to force you if you want it. And then they'll bring up the statistics of, oh, well, well we need more people to get the vaccine, and people just aren't doing it. Totally. You know, we, we need to think about doing mandatory vaccinations so that way we can get past this. Notice they argued against herd immunity. Until they start talking about vaccinations, and then all of a sudden herd immunity comes back of, well, we need everybody to get vaccinated. So that way we've got herd immunity and then we don't have to worry about people.
0: And, and, you know, this is where you have to start listening. Look, the Constitution is a legal document. All state constitutions are legal documents. Listen to what Thomas Jefferson said to James Madison. I own I am not a friend to a very energetic government. It's always oppressive. Why is government pushing this stuff here? Why can't my own physician push this stuff on me? Yeah. Not you. I don't need to hear this from you. And why are you pushing it? If it works so well, why do you have to force it? Right? Why couldn't y'all just say, hey, look, man, for your neighbor's sake, we strongly recommend that you guys wear masks. Not a mandate, not a scare tactic, not all this stuff. Mm -hmm. Why? Because of this. That's funny, because um, Alexander Hamilton said, when I'm talking about that the Constitution is a document, it's a legal document you have to understand, what James Wilson said this in 1790, to understand the statute, you have to discover the meaning of those who made it. To understand the propriety of the statute, listen to this, the, pro- the propriety of a law in a constitutional light must always be determined by the nature of the powers upon which it's founded. The worthiness of a law has to be determined by the where it's founded, where this law was founded. Is it founded by fear? Well, that's the power of that law, fear. Is it founded by rights? Well, then I have defined rights by God. So if that's founded on the Lord, fantastic. But because it's based on fear, it means you have to have power to enforce it.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: We, did, we saw this during the um, Patriot Act, forcing people to go through lines upon lines upon lines. Me having to prove that I'm innocent, not proving guilty. I have to prove that I'm innocent. So I have to go through all these stupid lines and security and all these things, right? Because I'm an American citizen and they need to protect me. All this money being shoved out for what? Right?
1: Make people feel safe.
0: Feel but we're our own safety. We're on checks and balances. Go ahead. All right. Um Sorry. Are,
1: no, no, Rant. no, no, no. You're good. Rant. You ready to get into it? Let's do it, buddy. All right. Let's judge Amy Coney Barrett. What do you know about her? You know Trump picks her. You know it's all she's a really conservative, know. supposedly, and she's Catholic. But have you looked at? The record that she has. Have you looked at the decisions she's made? Do you really know who she is? So, Massey and I decide, you know what? We are going to actually cover who she is. We're going to show you how crazy radical this woman is. Truth. She's so crazy by upholding her faith. Alright. You ready, Mass? Let's do it. Alright. Known for being a Let's do dedicated it. Catholic. <gasps> <gasps> oh my god! Oh no! What are we going to do? Totally has faith in God.
0: I'm dead. She shouldn't be picked. She's a Catholic. She just cannot make good decisions. Which is so ironic that no religious tells shall be given to ha- yeah, hold no office. Tells. And yeah. now, here, you know what's funny? You know what's even funnier than this? You remember when they were talking about the Green New Deal and the Pope came into town? All the liberals were like, see, the Pope says we shouldn't build a wall. See, the Pope says we should support this. See, the Pope says now we have this Catholic lady going up to be the Supreme Court justice. And they're like, oh, my gosh, she's Catholic. Oh, my goodness. Are you crazy? This is hilarious. You see what they're doing? So separation of church and state works for them when they want it to work for them, right? And they'll use it against you to make sure that you submit to them, dude. That is called emotional manipulation. Ooh, that's good. and it's a disaster to your soul. And if you feed into emotions, it'll destroy how you think before the Lord. Seriously. This is a warning right now. You can't think emotionally with this stuff. You have to think principally. So when we're saying, we may have to close the borders for a minute, there's nothing wrong with that. Okay? You have to be a citizen to abide here, but we just forget that stuff, right? Why is that wrong to say? That's not racist. My yeah. parents came from, that is not racist.
1: And and that's It's so, called truth. And that's something that we are going to get into is does she make principled decisions or emotional decisions? And this actually comes up between progressives and conservatives about where does she come down and is that good or bad? So pay attention to that part. We'll we'll bring it up. We'll also man, we got a lot for you on this. So she grew up in a Catholic household. Oh goodness. Oh man. Her father was an ordained deacon.
0: It's where it all starts, the deacon. And it just goes downhill from there.
1: Uh, Massey, you need to hold on for this, what I'm about to say. Oh, man. Are you ready? Yeah, let's do it. Take a deep breath. So during a graduation ceremony, she told her students, told her students this. If you can keep in mind that your fundamental purpose in life is not to be a lawyer, but to know, love, and serve God, you truly will be a different kind of lawyer. What do we do with that? She's a religious fundamentalist extremist. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> now, let's add to this, because people went nuts about that statement. See, see, she doesn't uphold the rule of law. She upholds only God. <laughs> uh, Not what she's saying. Yeah, so we'll put yeah. the other part, then we'll go back to what she's saying. So just a note, she herself stated, this was when Feinstein, Feinstein came at her and it was like... the. The dogma lives loudly within you. I can't wait to hear this, but let me finish my point. (laughs) She stated, it is never appropriate for a judge to impose that judge's personal convictions, whether they arise Uh, from faith or anywhere else on the law. Anywhere else. Notice, Feinstein came against her religious convictions, but Feinstein did not come against the activist convictions of the progressive judges. Exactly.
0: Exactly. How you vote is what you believe, man. Bottom line is, look, the only reason we vote on life right now is because law comes from God. If you don't know that, then you're not even understanding the basis of law. You can't understand law because where does law come from? Does man create it? Because, dude, look at civilizations past when they depended on man that created law. Listen, it's not far-fetched to say Zedong, Mao, when when Hitler, Mm -hmm. uh, 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 Mussolini, Stalin, all these guys that were dictators, they created their own law. True Man conviction. doesn't. Cre- exactly. Yeah. And they were convicted by it. They yeah. lived by it. Yeah. Okay. God creates law. This is the difference in the republic, folks, not democracy. I've been watching these things. Uh, vote now. It's, it's, it's the pillar of uh, our democracy. Yeah. No, no, no. It's a constitutional republic where our, law, our, our, uh, our government is based on laws, not on people's convictions. It's based on law. OK, because God's law is, is in the center. We conform to God's law. Therefore, every other law should conform to that, too. Mm-hmm. Don't care if you're atheist. That's between you and the Lord. You, you have to conform to where law originates from. That's the basis of everything here. Right. So if she is a Christian, has nothing to do with it, except if she's a constitutionalist.
1: And, and the only reason that they, they can nail that like they do is because she, her standard or code is very visible. It's very easy to find because it's public, it's known, it's consistent, it's foundational. An atheist code or standard is not well-known. They can come down in different areas and different places because it's all up to them. 100%. So what happens 100%. is she's easy pickings yep. for the other side because totally. her stuff is well-known. Of Well, she's Catholic, so she's probably yep. against abortion. She's, yep. she's probably for faith. She's for traditional marriage, blah, blah, blah. An atheist may come down on traditional marriage because they feel that that's the best way biologically for society to reproduce, right? So you have to understand that there's there's a standard or a code of ethic that everybody holds a conviction, right? Just like Mao, just like Hitler, they had their convictions. Right. They just happen to have very twisted convictions. And if you look at the communist convictions, that that mao and stalin and them held it was truly this idea of one side is intrinsically evil and must be done away with right right the other side must inherit the earth
0: right right no no and think about this this is how far identity politics has gone Mm -hmm. it should matter nothing about their personal life unless they're constitutionalist. if they're constitutionalist, you vote them in why did we have to go out of our way to select someone who was a woman like alina kagan and who was a lesbian why of identity politics why did President Trump have to say well I'm picking a woman why why what does that matter what does that matter if she's a woman or not see what I'm saying Mm -hmm. if she's a woman fantastic that's great is she constitutional will she keep a check and balance on the federal government will she make sure that Congress does what it's supposed to do that's the questions we should be asking not if they're a lesbian not if they studied social dance theory, not if they're Hispanic, not all this stuff that we're seeing right now is a misnomer and it's a distraction to distract you from actually seeing what they really believe. Did the same thing with Kavanaugh. It's a dude, therefore he must, there must be something wrong with the guy. Couldn't prove a thing, right? Yeah. Here, we're supposed to believe the woman. Remember that? The whole mm-hmm. idea was we're supposed to believe, what's her name, Ford?
1: Yep. Right? Lassie Ford.
0: Why are we attacking this woman now? She's a woman. See what I'm saying? This is why you can't believe that side. That's why I'm not a liberal. That's right. That's why I'm a conservative. That's why I believe the Constitution, because it's called rational thinking. They're turning themselves continuously over on their heads. And this the, is dangerous. This is dangerous doctrine. Always changes. It always does. Always you, changes. you can't ever figure out. You ever notice if you ever get into a debate with a liberal, right, someone who is not a conservative or a Christian? Every time you you, you you answer one of their questions, they have another one. They don't want to follow that line anymore because yeah. you, beat, you, you beat that. Now, I'm not about winning arguments. I'm about the, the soul here, okay? But what happens is they always try to change so that that way they can pin you in a corner and make you feel like you did something wrong. I'm sorry. I didn't do anything wrong. And I'm not going to walk around in the conviction that you walk in. So don't put your conviction on me and your condemnation because I'm not doing it, no. okay? I'm walking upright before God, and I'm praying that this lady who he selected is doing the same thing, right? Because we don't know. We don't know her. We only know what she's going
1: to do from here on in. Yep. And we've we've got a list of her record to kind of show, okay, where does she come down knowing she's a Catholic and she has this faith? How does she come down in her voting record or opinion record? And we're going to get to that. Okay. Can I read something? Yes, Carol please, Hayes just said that. you were laughing.
0: Because yeah, C- Carol Hayes said this. They said the same thing of JFK, a Catholic. He, he'll be beholding to the Pope. For real, that's what they said yeah, at the time. Yeah,
1: that's right. She's an right. An Irish yeah. Catholic.
0: They did not want it. Listen to me. The Democratic Party did not want an Irish Catholic.
1: Because they thought the Pope would end up controlling America. Listen to that.
0: Listen to that. Yep. And the dude had some of the biggest convictions. Now, he, he did some things that were wrong. We all know that. Immoral, right? His brother was a Catholic, and we loved his brother, Rob, Robert Kennedy. I mean, dude, his brother was legit, no. right? Mar- Martin Luther King, a Christian. Dude, these were the lights at that time, right? And we were mad that they were a Catholic? You know. Anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry.
1: Yeah, no, you're good. So... Getting back to who she is, she was a professor of law at Notre Dame. She was teaching... Notre civil, Dame. Civil procedure, which... Civil procedure. Remember that. We're coming back to that. You're going to notice a theme. Constitutional law and statutory interpretation. Graduated first in her class from Notre Dame Law School. Now, a little note about her. When she was asked about legal precedents set by LGBTQ landmark cases, she said these cases are binding precedents. Mm. Okay, Precedent is something she holds on to. Now... I don't necessarily agree with the idea of precedence, right? And and you might not agree with it either. I think there's just cause for that, but... It's not. It, Precedents it's, are not what law is. It's Yeah. You, and we, all of a sudden, you're, you're building off opinions. No. This
0: is what Chris Ann Hall said about her. The other lady that he was going to pick was more constitutional than, than, yeah. than ACB is. Yep. Way more constitutional. And for this reason, ACB does believe in... Uh, precedent law or case yep. law, yep. which is dangerous because that got us to this point here, where all of a sudden now the the, the city and the, and the and the counties can just pass laws when they want because it's not holding to the original Constitution. against Scalia said it, and and I'm using a modern judge, okay, one who just passed away several years ago. He said it. The Constitution says what it says, and it doesn't say what it doesn't say. You can't go beyond it. It is what it is. That's what it says.
1: Yep. And she said that these LGBTQ landmark cases that she intended to faithfully follow if can. Confirm, follow the precedent. So just, that's something to be aware of. She identifies herself as an originalist. She clerked for Scalia, and she spoke of her admiration, or has spoken of her admiration for adherence to text, Scalia has. She wrote, his judicial philosophy is mine too. A judge must apply the law as written. Judges are not policymakers, and they must be resolute in setting aside any policy views they may hold. Okay, when she was writing an argument journal article stating that the Supreme Court does not carry supreme procedural authority over the lower courts. Okay. So this is how much control does the Supreme Court actually have over the lower courts? What she was saying is, look, there's a hierarchy and cases can end at the Supreme Court, but the Supreme Court shouldn't be telling all the other courts how to run their court. And, and you'll notice with her, she is very procedurally minded. She is very, very focused. On making sure procedure is followed and making sure law is followed, which is good. You want somebody who's who's principled in how things are applied, and you'll notice that the other side has come against her because of that. She has had some rulings where they're like, "This is insensitive," and she needs to think about the person that that you know is is going up against this big awful corporation. No, she's thinking about the law and the rules and the principles. You do not want a judge who just flippantly throws out sympathies to whoever's standing in front of her purely because, you know, her heart. Now, we want judges who are human. We want judges who are able to carry grace and mercy when it calls for it. But at the same time, they can't just throw out the procedure, throw out the principle because, well, hey, somebody had a raw deal one time. So you'll notice that, that, that she is very directed over that. So some of her rulings, we're, we're going to cover some of this stuff, uh, some of what she's done in the major topic issues. One of the things I wanted to point out was she, was she did really well in a Title IX case. So there was a Purdue University student who was accused of sexual assault. This resulted in a one-year suspension, loss of an ROTC scholarship, and expulsion from the ROTC. He alleged that the Committee on Equity discriminated against him and did not give him due process. They refused to interview the alleged victim, refused his ability to present evidence, and include an erroneous statement that he confessed. Boy, that sounds rough. Wow. Right? That, that sounds like a lot of power and authority Truth. Uh, over somebody's life without due process. Her opinion, she determined that due process was violated, and the wow. court found that the school had imposed a punishment infected by sex bias. Oh, dang. Ooh, you get them. Wow. Wow. Oh, and there you go. There's. I'm glad she came down on that side. It, I, I right? do, too. Yeah. And,
0: again, this is where it's like you have to start discerning law. See, the, the idea is I want to talk about this just for one second, because I'm, for- I'm trying to like, get people to understand. Even her rulings, right, whatever – The idea of each branch of government, legislative, uh, judicial, executive, are supposed to protect your rights, not take them away. That is the first foundational thing. Each branch was supposed to be separate, and they were supposed to be at odds with each other in some sense. If you get them Mm -hmm. all to think about the same thing, if they're all Republican, not constitutional, that's the problem, because then they'll vote the party line. See what I'm saying? But when they're constitutional— We may have a John Adams situation at the time when he writes the Sedition Act where his own vice president comes against him and say, what are you doing? That's violating the law. You can't stop their free speech. Right. That is a true American, true constitutionalist, a true conservative. Right. I'm not against President Trump, but the things we even laid out last week, was it last week, that was to show you that there's some things that are wrong that we need to hold him accountable for. That's it. It's not to say that he's bad or whatever like that. My job is to, even with ACB, we're supposed to make sure that she follows a line in the rule of law. We already know Alina Kagan won't. We already know. Yeah. What's her name from uh, what the, the Latin one? Um, Sotomayor. Sotomayor. Yeah, they won't. They're, they're going to follow these lines that are progressive, right? Because they don't understand that they're supposed to protect rights, right? And they're saying they're doing that by the 14th Amendment. And they're really not because you're taking away my rights as a Christian, Yeah. right? Look what Virginia just passed. Virginia's like, oh, this is crazy, guys, that now they're going to find churches for not hosting same-sex marriages listen to this virginia y'all that's not california
1: it's virginia now virginia i want you to repeat that because i think people probably missed that it it flew over their heads bro virginia just passed that
0: it's virginia it's not california it's not oregon it's not seattle washington it's not anything say it is virginia Virginia where's where Jefferson came from, Richard Lee came from. These guys that were the constitutionalists, these guys were the ones that spoke the most. This was the richest state in the territory at the time, and they were the ones fighting for liberty. These are the ones, the pillars that carried it in a lot of ways. John Adams said that's why he wanted Jefferson to write the Declaration of Independence, because they would listen to him, because they came from the richest state. And Jefferson was the one that fought for religious freedom. It's on his stinking headstone where he's buried. He was the father of religious freedom. And look what Virginia's doing—they're spitting on his grave right now because they don't understand law. Do you understand that this is why you need to know? And look, people are going to say, "What do we do?" Go stand up and impeach those guys. Yeah. Impeach that governor—he's no right to do that, no right to stand up against the church. And church, you have a louder voice than he does. Get out there and impeach him now. It takes one Republican to to impeach him, one conservative to to start the impeachment process. Do it. Now is the time.
1: Absolutely. I- <laughs> I can't say it better than he said it. Like, You have to move now. You have to stand up now. I know we've got some listeners in Virginia. Now is the time to start Start bringing people together, start organizing, start blasting it on Facebook, social media, whatever you have to do. Now is the time to stand up. And guess what? Churches, when you actually unify and you come together, you are going to be a force to reckon with. Stop trying to do it yourself. Get other churches involved. And I'm sorry, but if there is something that is more Uh, uniting than having a government tell you we're going to fine you if you don't do what we want you to do
0: dude listen to this and and, and, because this is the new virginia law pastors could be fined a thousand bucks refusing to perform marriages contrary to their faith remember when the gays just said no we just want to get married we don't Uh want." remember that
1: and the crazy crazy conservatives said you're going to start forcing us to do it
0: and dude i remember when shapiro came out and said that first too he's like they're going to come for the first amendment that's exactly what's going to happen Right. They're going to come for the First Amendment. Didn't need a prophet to say that. You just you foretell things. I just sorry I said it that way. It's the truth. People are like, I saw this come. Doesn't mean prophecy. That just means sowing and reaping. Okay, you know, it doesn't mean it's logical consequence. Gosh, you know, and then the second thing is churches could be fined a thousand dollars for not letting a 48 year old transgender man attend Sunday school class for five year old girls. If we don't if we don't conform to the transgender stuff, they could be fined for that listen to what's happening here i remember i remember when in 20 i think it was like 2014 i was still No, know it was 2012 i think it was because i was still in that that group i was standing outside a store and, and, and we were watching remember in minnesota i think it was up north yeah. they had this no hate campaign and it was like don't hate uh, yeah, gays yeah, yeah. we want to pass the bills whatever right and i remember i would stand out there and i would talk to many gay people who just wanted to be left alone for the most yeah. part. There were some activists. We got some complaints, right, because we're Christian. But I remember when they said, dude, all we want is our right to marriage. It's all we want. And I'll be like, you watch. is next. No way! You watch. And look what they're teaching now, dude. Mm-hmm. We're trying to normalize this stuff. Now they're, they're infringing on the First Amendment. Dude, if you didn't see this coming. Now, I'm not the type of guy that says, oh, look what's happening next. No, no, no. We can stop this crap. Just like the, the Supreme Court stopped Governor Whitmer. I don't care what she does. If she keeps doing that, you're going to have the president come down and say, look, I'm here to enforce law now. That's his job.
1: And and the people are rising up. The, the people are really rising up in Michigan, which is good. And the people are starting to rise up in Virginia and California, right? What was it? San Francisco passed an ordinance saying you can only have one person in your church at a time. I'm sorry, what? Solitary confinement. So this is something we have to be aware of. Now we got got off on a tangent, but the reason is because this is why your officials matter. Who you put in office. This is why you need to be active in this whole thing. We're gonna continue to beat that drum. Be active in this whole thing. So, let's go to the abortion section.
0: Uh, Ashley Froling just asked what, what we said. Uh, basically, Ashley, uh, there's a new Virginia law. I don't know if it's been signed yet or this is what they're passing through, but I think they passed it. Pastors could be fined 1000 bucks for refusing to perform marriages contrary to their faith. Churches could be fined $1,000 for not allowing transgender men to attend no. Sunday which, school. You know, Which
1: classes. had already happened in colleges uh, three, five years ago. The colleges started forcing religious groups and saying, we're going to cut your funding unless you allow somebody— that doesn't necessarily hold your beliefs to be in leadership so it in, is signed into
0: law actually the it, governor said yeah, into it did law. Yep. so
1: I want, I want to walk you back one step there was a time where religious groups were saying we have our bylaws we have our our conviction set in place that somebody who comes in that won't adhere to our convictions cannot be a leader and the colleges were saying we're going to take your funding unless you allow these people to be leaders because that's discrimination okay you notice that? You notice these steps?
0: Okay. Now, now, now I'm going to say something to you. I'm going off topic here for a minute. And I pray ACB knows this stuff, Miss Barrett. You know, l- listen listen to me carefully. They're going to threaten you with your 501s, and they're going to oh, say, yeah. "We're going to take away your 501 C3 status." And you know you, you know what your pastor should say? Take it. You didn't ordain me as a church, God did. And you should you should tear it up in front of them. And I remember this happened in the 90s. Yeah. Who was it that did? John Hagee, I think yeah. it was, when he tore up his thing in front of the cameras and said, take it, because my authority does not belong to you. When did we start submitting to Caesar? And here, let me tell you guys this. Quit using those scriptures, please, because we don't have a Caesar in this country. You know who's the real king? You are. You're the ones with the authority and the power. The Declaration of Independence lays that out clearly. We elect representatives of us. They don't have power over you. God has the authority over you not a man so they represent you do you hear what I'm saying so when your pastor has a church now some of you say but my church won't stand up listen to me I don't care then you know what maybe we should find another pastor maybe we should try to get the board together and say look our church is being violated and threatened right now why won't our pastor stand up well we don't know well then why don't we go find a pastor that will stand up for us why not why can't you do that you can right you could say look we, we should be standing on these issues the church of the day should be staying. i got tons of quotes on this from John Adams and all the founders, how the churches were the ones that propagated the stuff. It was the churches that stood up against the king of England, and there were some churches that were for the king of England. Guys, guess what? We have those too. It's okay, right? But it was the ones who stood, and it's you that has the authority. So don't let them treat you like, oh, my gosh, you're going to take away my status? You didn't give me my status. God did.
1: You, I want to I wanna give this analogy because I think there's a lot of people who have a hard time wrapping their mind around the fact that their government— isn't actually the one in authority. If you owned a business and you had sales reps who could go and represent you to other companies in order to make business deals, would you say because that sales rep is representing you that they have authority over you? No. They're going out to represent you. You've got to start seeing it as you are being represented by these officials. So if they're not doing what you feel they should be doing, you can fire them. You can get rid of them. You can say, no, 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 That is not how you represent us. That is not how you go and represent us to the rest of the people. Get out, we're gonna find yeah, a new dude, one.
0: We're, we're, yeah, this is actually a topic we should hit on deeper because we're getting a ton of comments. Carol, I know that my buddy Jake went out to go see the baker in Colorado. Um, there was nothing really settled yet. I know that they had to pay some kind of a fine, but it was really? repealed. So I don't know, but I'll check on that for you and let you know. She
1: wondered how, yeah. How what what was, what, what was, going.
0: what was the, 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 deal? Is there a church in South Florida? You're looking at it. Yes. And I think that's what you meant by SF South Florida. Yes. We will stand against this stuff because we believe we have to not out of not, here. Listen to me. That is not a rebellious statement. The government is the one being rebellious here. Not us. Okay. So we're going to stand on the things that God wants us to stand for, and we know what's an abomination before God and what's sin before the Lord and what's righteous before the Lord, okay? So we can't do what God doesn't design us to do or allow us to do, right? Then, you know what? Then I submitted to a Caesar. Then I lose my authority. Then I lose my anointing as a church. Then I lose my anointing as a minister of God. I'm talking about... Then we lose, I'm saying, as an anointing as a church. It's not my church, it's Pastor Todd's. But I, it's, and it's the people, it's, it's God's. It's, it's not mine, right? It's us as a unit. We lose our authority when we submit to man instead of the Lord. And that's why you see churches bowing down. Right? But you know what? There are more churches that you haven't even heard of. Yeah. Guys, listen to me. I'm telling you, there are 7,000 that have not bowed the knee to bail. And those are the ones you're seeing rise up. And those are the ones that are winning the Supreme Court cases. And those are the ones that are fighting against the Governor Whitmers. And those are the ones that will stand in Virginia, too. We just have to keep praying that they have the courage to do it. Amen?
1: You, That's yep, our job. And, and you have to remember that the, the F- Acts Church... Totally got told by government, by the priestly class, stop doing this. Peter gets brought before rulers, told, stop preaching in the name of Jesus. What does Peter do? Peter says, "Mm, sorry, I'm called by God to do this. You do what you got to do.
0: Yeah, and this is that that whole idea of misinterpreting Romans 13. Yeah. You're you're misinterpreting Romans 13. You're not supposed to submit to unlawful authority. When did you ever see the church submit to unlawfulness? When did you ever see the church— Guys— The whole story of Moses went about by two women who didn't want to kill the baby. (laughs) It was the two women that said, no, we're not obeying the slaughter. We're going to slaughter the baby. Crazy. And that was how Moses was birthed, by two people who were rebellious against an ungodly law. Two women. Listen to this. Two women. Had nothing to do with their gender, but it was the women that did it. Think about this. No, seriously, think about this.
1: I, I want to take that one step further. So Rahab hides the two spies from Israel. Think about whether or not that was against the law of her land, to be hiding foreign enemy spies. Now, people will say, well, you have to follow the authority no matter what. She was not following the authority, not submitting, which isn't a clear-cut case. Exactly. Because there are times where, hey, these are traitors, people who are trying to hurt our nation. But no, she was following God. On that, She went against her land's authority yep. because she was submitting to God's yep, authority of protecting yep. the two spies. Truth. And guess what? Rahab ended up in the line of Christ. Come on.
0: Yes. Yes. And that's why you see that obedience is better than sacrifice. Obedience. I'm not I'm not sacrificing myself on the altar of anything. It's just I'm obedient to God's word and his word alone. And that's it. And I'm obedient to the Spirit of God. Listen to me, folks. Listen to me, church, please. The Spirit of the Lord will not contradict His Word. It can't. you understand that? They're one and the same. If anything, the Spirit of God empowers you to take on that Word and walk it out. Mm -hmm. That's what it's called to do. That's why when you're in prayer, when you're asking the Lord for grace to overcome and all these things, that's why it's always such a battle because he's teaching you how to overcome by the Spirit. Hear his voice. Uh, What did he say? My sheep know my voice, and another they won't follow. That is the truth, man, and it will not contradict his word. And his word is chock full of many prophets, many people that stood against governments that were trying to come against God's people. And, dude, Paul even knew he would get uh, killed by a government. Peter knew it, too, for the gospel, not just for rights, but for the gospel's sake. Right, We're just getting our rights now. Now they're coming after the church. That is now against the gospel. And, and that is called persecution.
1: I, I really want to encourage you on this point of being very convicted about where you stand on things. Because back in the Roman days, Christians were asked to just put a pinch of incense in for, the, for Caesar. The Very simple process, right? Just put a pinch in. You're fine. They wouldn't do it. Why? Because they felt convicted of, no, I'm not supposed to be worshiping another person. Now you may well, that's worship. I would know that. You have to understand while you're safe, while you're comfortable, you have to start drawing your convictions and recognizing and following the spirit of like, no, 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 I shouldn't be doing this because it won't start drastically. Yeah. It'll start small and it will move further and further as Satan tries to take hold of it, right?
0: Yeah. And, and so even even with all this, we have a lot to cover, even on ACB. we got a ton of stuff, but we'll kind of do that as time goes on. We'll kind of pepper that in. I'm seeing that this issue right here is where people are at. Yeah. And wh- I want to cover this, the role of the church during a persecuted time. And you know what? We're going to see the Word of God fulfill. I promise you this. This is only waking us up, right? I don't I don't lack hope. I don't lack faith. And I don't ask the question, where's the church? Why? Because I'm the church. I am the church, and there are people out there who have not bowed the knee. And you're seeing people now that aren't even church clergy that are standing up in the midst of the church. Praise the Lord, that is called the church.
1: And you're watching a wave of people starting to take hold of Christ, especially California, Virginia, and that kind of, We're We're watching a a mm-hmm. more foundational revival happening right now. Gosh, dude, and it's awesome. Go ahead, keep Thousands up. of people getting baptized in the ocean in California, right? As the government suppresses impressive pressures. If the church will stand up, the church will grow. If the church doesn't stand up or the the church gets scattered, yeah, it'll grow in other areas. But let's not get to that point. I think Christians look at persecution as something beautiful and awesome that, hey, we need persecution in order to grow. We shouldn't get to that step. Why would you say, I need to give up blessing in order to get blessing again? Why not hold on to the blessing you have by being obedient to Christ and standing up for Christ? That Stay in yes. the blessing. Yes, yes, yes. Don't have to lose it in order to regain it. And I think too many times people are like, well, persecuted church. Look at China. The persecuted church is booming. Yeah, look at the Middle East. You had Christian nations, 98% Christian. Christians aren't found in the Middle East now in yeah, those areas, yeah, I know. right? It's total now it's not that Christ isn't working, but man it sets things back. Yep. You you shouldn't be wishing for persecution. You should be standing up for your rights and standing up for your convictions, standing up for your God Come now on, in order to be able to protect against the decay, right? You're called to be salt. Salt protects against decay. It prevents decay, Amen, right? Dude. So be salt.
0: Doesn't just sting don't, on wounds. No, no. Like, and I it, hate it when even
1: people say that stuff. Go ahead. It it cleanses. It it helps slow decay, right? It it seasons and gives taste. Be salt. Don't don't let everything decay and then say, okay, we gotta inject life into it.
0: Yeah, you guys ever notice that maybe you're like me, I love strong coffee. Right? Yeah. But I use things like a creamer or like a half and half to soften the soften the blow. Maybe use a little sweetener here, whatever it is, you know. I, I started using honey now. It's actually a really good sweetener. Why? To soften the blow. Salt gives things flavor, tastes different, right? You can give people the truth, but if you don't give them in love with the salt, yeah, in love, they weren't going to receive it. So uh, there's there's some couple of things here, uh, and, and this is really good. Carol Hayes said, when will the people even know that there is an Antichrist? Because there was a comment before, it says, if you follow the idea that people must submit to governmental authority to the end times, people should submit to Antichrist as well. It's true. People. So where do we draw the line? Yeah. And you know, here's 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 what's funny. Uh, Carol said, will people even know or care that there's an Antichrist? My fear is that Christians will be blinded as they are blinded now. Well, Matthew 24 it says this, for there shall arise false Christ and false prophets, and shall show great signs and wonders, insomuch as if it were possible if it were possible even the elect would be deceived there are going to be people who are deceived
1: great delusion
0: there will be a great delusion guys people will be given up to their own lusts. this is why it's so important to keep your walk before the lord yes right it's funny we can point the you know and i say this a lot to myself don't just point the finger man where you see the problems you better make sure your life is in line with the lord because it'll be measured with you the the measure that you stand you the measuring stick you give to others the moat will be measured against you got to be careful you got to make sure that you're always prayed up you're in line with the lord you are listening to the spirit all these things because that line you're measuring people with is exactly going to be measured on you
1: dude i've been thinking about that a lot the whole judge not lest ye be judged and <laughs> what measure you judge you will be judged right there's What'd she say? She said a
0: three-hour talk show may be necessary. You know what? <laughs> no, praise God, Carol. We're we're praying for that. We're saying, Lord, what do you want us to do? Do you want us to go on more nights? Yep. You know, and if that's what we have to do to get the truth out there with the gospel and the word of the Lord, I'm totally down for that. And and, and honestly, it doesn't. It would only put more pressure on us to do. <laughs> but that's that's fine. We're totally willing to do it.
1: So one, we were talking about this idea of being prepared, right? And I, I just kind of want to give this last point, at least. Of there's a parable about the the ten brides right and them having oil and whether or not they had oil prepared and a lot of times it's viewed as the spirit absolutely correct but notice notice that they're not out in the dark needing the oil when they're told to to prepare to have their oil and their wicks ready and trimmed right oh come on they are comfortable they're inside, they're they're waiting, they're they're probably having a meal, right? Now is the time for you to prepare because when the darkness comes, when things start getting less comfortable, right. you're not gonna be ready for it. Right. When you're called upon, you're not gonna be ready. I don't know how many times I've I've said this over my life is if you're not prepared in the small things, you'll never be ready for the big things. So a lot of people think, uh, well, I'm good now, but as soon as it really hits, I'm going to know and I'm going to stand firm Truth. in my conviction. No, you won't. No, you won't, because it won't be this drastic where you go. Okay, now. Yeah, just click send. Yeah. It's, it doesn't just click. You have to be following the Holy Spirit and listening to the Lord because the Lord will start sensitizing you to the things of good and evil, right? You'll be discerning the spiritual things so that you will actually on, see dude. what's Bring going truth, on in dude. the spiritual realm. You'll actually see what is Satan doing? How is Satan moving? How is he changing things and manipulating and engineering this stuff for his benefit? You're not going to see that if you just go to church on Sunday, pray once in a while, and then yet submit to everything that the world is telling you to do, because I'm going to say this again. If you agree more with the world than the church, there is something wrong. Because the world is your enemy. It says scripturally, the world is your enemy. Bro, you are at enemy enmity and, and, and with, God. with God if you
0: are of the world. I'll just quote First John 2. Love not the world. If any man loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him. For what's in the world? The lust of the flesh, lust of the eyes, and pride of life. Guys, that is straight scripture. You can't love the things of this world. And I know some of you that are watching don't do that. Praise God, right? But this is to other people. That's why we're asking you to share it. There's going to be people in your life that are wishy washy. They're kind of in this balance with the Lord, right? They don't know the gospel, maybe. I can think of some people in my life that I've tried so hard and you're always saying, Lord, what's that word or what's this? Maybe it's just prayer. I don't know. When they're watching this, you got to tell them the world will only destroy you. Do you know why I know that? Because why is it when things go bad, we run to the Lord? Because the world does not deliver and it can't and it won't deliver. God will. And the more I pray for holiness, the more unrighteous I feel like (laughs) because he's exposing things in my life. If you guys ever notice this, comment below. When you guys start praying for real and you guys start fasting, you just feel this unholiness and unworthiness Mm -hmm. before the Lord. And you're constantly in this repentance mode Mm -hmm. because he's showing you what's inside you. And it's like, you know what? He's holy. I'm not. But you know what? He makes me holy. And I depend and trust in the merits even more in Christ because of that of that prayer, because of those things that I'm pressing into. And now there's a great expectation with God. It's like, Lord, I just want you to clean me out, okay? I have a lot of stuff in here that I'm still realizing, you're still dealing with, you're still, you know, things up. But being led of the Spirit doesn't even allow me to focus on the things that are wrong. It's focusing on who Christ is. And when we can promote that, when we can say that, when you can focus on the fact that the truth matters and not winning an argument, that's when you win souls. Mm -hmm. You don't win souls by winning arguments. You win them by the blood of Christ. You win them by the truth. And the truth will set men free. All this is here is is preaching the truth to to who we are as Christians. Why are we Christians? Because Christ did something in us that nobody can duplicate. And then he leaves us the Holy Spirit to walk in truth, to walk in the power, to say, you know what? We're going to keep our church doors open because we believe in healing and prayer. And I love this because we're getting a ton of stuff here. (laughs) We're not of this world. Amen. Uh, Yes, Ashley said this. Carol Hayes, we are aliens here. Think of yourself as an alien. or Your behavior will change. Amen. You're not of this world. You're not from here anymore. Your soul is blood-bought. You're bought with a price. You're crucified with Christ. But then he says this, nevertheless, I live. You're not just crucified with Christ. You're not buried into his baptism of death only. Now you're resurrected with him in power and in love. And if you've never been baptized in the Spirit, I want to pray for you right now because you can receive that right now, and you can walk in power. That is a difference. I remember I was sitting next to a lesbian uh, lady. in uh, we, we were going to... to um, Mexico I was going on a trip for a few days some friends of mine mm-hmm. invited they paid for it. I was like yeah I'll go and they're like we want you to be the resident pastor I was like well sure why not <laughs> and uh, I was sitting next to a lesbian lady who was with her partner uh, she said and her kids she said I go to this Methodist church of course I was like okay you know so we start talking about the gospel and she's like but I don't understand this stuff man like you know you're a pastor can we talk about scripture I said sure she started talking about gay marriage she started talking about these things she goes I feel like what's the point of church? Like all these things. And I said, there's, there's things that you're doing right now because you're not hearing God's voice. It's because you're doing things that are not of the Lord. Right now, do you know what that is? She said, "Yeah, I lie. I do these. I'm like, okay, that's a good start, right? <laughs> but we all right, started step one. But that was good because she would have thrown boxing gloves on if I would have talked about the gay yep, thing, exactly. right? So she was like, I, I said, you're going to stand before the Lord for for lying, for stealing, for 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 uh, not glorifying the Lord, for not taking a set. All these things you're going to stand before the Lord with for not having faith. And then I started talking to her. I said, you know what changed me about the gospel? I've been a Christian for a long time. When I got baptized in the Spirit, it changed my life." because now there's a power, there's a power I walk in. It is not the same old Christianity of just going to church, going home, and watching a football game afterwards. I don't even care about those things, do you know why? Because there's so many souls that need the gospel of Christ and God could deliver them by his spirit. And when they're baptized in the spirit, They don't think about their past. They don't want to know their past. They want to run from their past, and they want to walk in the presence of God. And when they walk in the presence of God, there's a newness. There's a countenance change on them. And there's something unique that happens where they want to start seeing into people, laying hands on people, praying into people, seeing people healed. That is the power of God. That is a true believer, I believe. I'm not saying you're not Christian. I'm saying Christianity is more than just going to church and reading the Bible and keeping yourself morally pure. That's deism. That's moralistic revolution stuff. That is not the Spirit of God. It's when you walk in the power of the lord that he makes you forget your sins of the past he you don't if you're led of the spirit you're not going to sin that's Romans 6. Romans 7 says that stuff i don't want to do the things i used to do i'm dead to that stuff
1: right and and once once you're baptized in the holy spirit it's kind of like taking the brakes off the bike right you ever tried to ride your bike with the brakes on It's tough and you're fighting and you're working and and you're struggling and it's so much resistance to get where you want to go Why because you're trying to be good. You're trying to fulfill the rules. You're trying to do just enough in order to be okay Right. You're never really sure what's going on. Whereas that baptism that that Authority that moves through you. It's like letting the brakes go and you start pedaling. Come on. The beautiful part is when you're walking with the Lord and, and you're walking in authority, you're walking in power, there's a perpetual motion that begins and moves forward with you. you you're you passionate about getting more righteous. You're passionate about being with the Lord. You're passionate about moving in authority to be able to, like you said, lay hands on people, heal people, bring people to Christ, right? More and more, it's like, I, I want less of the world. I want Christ. So with that. Ashley just said it. I
0: believe we're supposed to bring the kingdom. Up. That's it. We've been yeah. preaching this for yeah, a long yeah, yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Thank so you. if you have the authority to cast out devils, to proclaim cap, uh, uh, um, freedom for the captive, if you have the authority to lay hands on the sick and they'll recover, if you have the authority to lay hands on people and, and give them the anointing of ministry and all these things, laying on the hands of the presbytery, right? All these things. Don't you think we have the authority to bring the kingdom? Up? Christ prayed that. Yeah. Let thy kingdom come and thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. So let me ask you, pastors, let me ask you people who are not standing. Do you see the kingdom of God on earth? And if not, what's your part to play in bringing the kingdom of heaven no. on earth? That is the question we should be asking. Not, why are you lazy? Why are you not hitting this? No, no, What is your job to bring the kingdom of God on earth? And that's what we should be asking.
1: And I want to encourage you with the fact that, it's not that you have to climb up the ladder in order to get more authority in order to be able to walk like that. You have already been given full authority. You just have to understand and have faith that you have that authority. And what happens is it's not you're constructing the authority and building it. You're uncovering it as you grow in faith and belief. So you're uncovering more of the authority you've already been given. Why? Because we are adopted into the family. We are adopted as sons, right? We are part of the body. We are, dude. Christ got all authority back for himself, and then he gives it all to us. He Straight doesn't up. Keep it. He gives it all to us. And he, he says, these are my heirs.
0: Come Bro, with me. And how awesome is that when you're a joint heir with Christ, everything given to Christ was given to you. Everything. All authority, dominion, power,
1: all that stuff if you're just willing to submit to that. And that's not even a Christian trick, right? It's not a, a I think people look at the words of Christ and they don't give it enough truth dude, and merit. Seriously. They they kind of pass seriously. it off. So people are like, oh, full authority, yeah, we're saved. That's what that means. No, 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 no. Greater works shall you do. And and he goes on and Keep he going, says, dude. look, you're going to raise the dead. You're going to yeah. heal the leper, yeah. right? You're going to uh heal the blind. You you will be able to do this. He doesn't say, I did it, so you guys just watch yeah. and worship. He says, no, 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 no. Go forward. You're mine. Move forward. Do what I I've asked this. you to do.
0: Yeah, most, more people are commenting. Uh, Onedas said this, not works-based, grace-based. Amen. Yeah. And you know what's funny is when you're led of the Spirit, you're under, you're under grace, not yeah, works. Yeah, yeah. Because you don't even you think, don't think feel about works. Pressure. Pressure. You're, you're doing what he's telling you to do. That is grace fulfilled. When you're walking, Wow. When you're walking in his power, that's grace fulfilled. Mm-hmm. That's what you're doing. You're now walking in a level of faith people just don't know. And they wonder, why is there faith in your life? I don't know. It's just the Lord. He's great. Uh, Ashley says this. Uh, Intimacy with him is the key to unlocking the authority he gave us. Amen. And greater. Amen. Amen. He said it in his word. His word a return of void. Gosh, this is great. It's a good topic. And, and, you know, again, guys, we're not asking you to support this thing. Because we need money. I don't give a crap about that. God has sustained me so many years without this. All right? We got a lot of schools to get to next year. Okay? Hopefully it opens up here this year. We got a lot of places to go. We got seven big events that we got to do next year. Our podcast is growing, so we need to build on things. We need your help. We really do. We really need your help. And this isn't a plea to – I don't feel bad even asking because it's like, you know what? You believe in us. You believe in the word. So help us, please, because we need your help. So we're asking for that. Go to these self-evident truth. Help us out. But if you guys want to go on Bitchute, if you guys want to go on YouTube, if you guys want to go on um, parlor, if you guys want to yep. go on all these other platforms, uh, Apple Podcast, Spotify, all these things. Matter of fact, now I found out Spotify is video fa- format now for podcasts, which is great. Yeah, yeah, so we got to yeah, get yeah. on that. But like, there's all these other places you can go on and subscribe, share this stuff with your friends because, dude, don't you think they need to be set free with this? I do. I do. God, thank God He gave it to me to set people like to set me free, and because He loved me that much. To he who's been forgiven much, loves much, right? Mm -hmm. I love people enough to give them this truth. I don't care where they are. Guys, I remember we preached a couple years ago. I'll I'll, I'll try to find the picture of it. We were in the hills of North Carolina, man, at some freedom rally. And there was a bunch of people there. I'm I'm not joking with this. Some of them were missing teeth and all these things. And they asked me to preach and pastor that morning. There was like 70 people gathered around. And uh, they said, you know, do you need a pulpit? And you know what they did? They found a barrel and they put it upside down. And that was where my Bible was placed. That was the coolest. I I'd never I never felt the power of God like that before. Where we're praying for people, singing songs and ministering the word of the Lord, seeing people get saved that day. It was the most beautiful thing I've ever been a part of. I've been to many schools, done some really cool events, stood up front of the Capitol of the United States and preached. But that took the cake. Because you saw the humility of the people. They just wanted Christ. And, dude, it wasn't the average, it wasn't the people we would think, you know, are going to listen. And they came and they sat there and listened to the gospel. And they were set free by the power of God. That's the places we go. We don't care about these big events, we don't care about CPACs and stuff. Those guys know. Let's go to the places that don't know. Let's go to these places that aren't getting the truth. Yeah. That's where we go. We love colleges, we love high schools, we love these remote areas. We'll keep doing it. Because God's great, and he wants to set souls free, right? Because the conservatives won't listen to you if you're too Christian. That's what we're finding out. <laughs> and the liberals are crazy, so we got to get the truth out there. There's a lot of people that don't know it, amen? So go online, com, and,
1: and uh, support. At the, at the very least, if, if you just feel you can't support financially, at least share, at least comment, at least... Be sure to check the, our, our stuff out. We want this international. Why? Because we want to get the word out, especially in countries that have a hard time getting the gospel. What better way than to teach them about the gospel, teach them about liberty, teach them about their, their fundamental rights. So give us support in some way, shape, or form. That's it, totally. really what we're asking for, is just help support us move forward one way or another. And can I give a shout-out to, to yeah. some people that
0: stood Last week, our pastor, Jan, was at this recent county commission meeting. I yeah. just want to say thank you for standing. I mean, and for those of you that go to these commission meetings and city meetings and all these things, Ashley Froling was there and read this Declaration of Rights. And it's like, you know what? You may think that's insignificant, Ashley, but you just encourage so many people to stand on the name of the Lord and say, you know what? Your laws are null and void. They're not even laws. They're a joke, right? Thank you for doing what you do. And we want to honor that. We want to yeah. acknowledge that. You know what? It takes guts to do that. And some people say, ah, they just... No, 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 no. What you just did was set something in motion
1: that most people can't do, right? And that's that's exactly what we've been so talking about is is thank you for stepping out and doing it. People need to do that. And, and you are being a leader and a trailblazer totally, by man. doing that and standing totally. up. And people... Most people need a leader in order to be able to see where they can go, right? They need somebody that's chopping away the jungle in order to know where the trail is to follow. Yeah, totally. So be that person. Don't be afraid to start chopping some of the jungle to clear the way for other people, and other people will come behind you and give you support, give you encouragement, (laughs) move forward
0: with you. And we're waiting, too, because someone will do this better than us. Absolutely. You know, they'll do it better than CPAC. They'll do it better than you.
1: You'll get that new movement. you, You
0: set that thing in motion and watch God move. You watch God because you believed If for anybody watching. If you're questioning what faith is in your life, you start and watch God move. You stand behind. Wow. You stand behind that cross and you watch God move. You watch him move on your behalf and you watch him glorify himself. You're going to stand back and go, what the heck was that? How did that happen? I don't know. Here's what I know. God is real and he's just and he's righteous and he's loving and he's kind. He's all of that wrapped into one and that's who we're emulating. So if we can do that with other people, praise the Lord, yep. cause you'll win at the end of the day.
1: So that being said, thank you so much guys. I know we say it every week, but honestly, thank Seriously. you for tuning in with us. Thank you for putting us on your TVs, man. That, that always gives me like a, ooh, when people are like, I watched
0: you on, I, my on my TV. TV. Yeah, it's like, what?
1: Hey, we'll take it. Uh, so just thank you for the support. Thank you for the encouragement. Thank you for, for coming up and saying, hey, awesome podcast learned something thank you for disagreements man i i got i got an email with a disagreement about the social media thing that i did great send it forward let's let's talk about this um so please reach out should we go extra
0: nights let us know in the comments below should we go extra nights do you want us to keep doing this because we will
1: what do you want from us you you want two a week more content Do do you want more content do you want different content do you are there certain topics you want us to cover? And if if for whatever reason we miss out on seeing that you want some content or you feel like boy, they're just not covering what I asked them to, keep reaching out. Yeah, keep we, don't us see, that, we don't always see we don't always see the comments. Yep. So don't forget these self-evident truth.com. Don't forget 1776 truth.store. Don't forget BitChute, Parlor, YouTube, Facebook, all of the social medias. And don't forget, guys, we love you. If you need prayer, let us know. We'd love you to need pray support, for people, man. Encouragement, oh, let us know.
0: Yeah, let's close this out in prayer because I did say yeah, we'd pray for the. Absolutely. Father, we thank you for the blood of Jesus over this podcast and over those listening right now. It's not a coincidence if you're not a believer that you're watching this. And I thank God that He brought you to this point. I thank God for those that are standing, Lord. I pray you continue to empower them and empower them with more boldness and empower them with more courage. And Lord, teach them how to have, uh, that their speech is always with grace and seize them with salt, that they know how to say what they need to say. That they're wise as serpents, harmless as doves, if they've never been baptized in the spirit, Father, I pray you descend right now in Jesus' name upon them, Lord, and give them a new power, a fresh power, Lord, that they can walk in truth, Lord. Thank you, Father, for baptizing them. Thank you for anointing them. Thank you for their godliness. Thank you, Lord, for their willingness to, to lay down their lives for you. We thank you, Father, that our lives are a living sacrifice to God. They're acceptable because it's a reasonable and acceptable service. We thank you for all these things in your name, Christ. Amen.
1: Amen. All right, guys. Thank you so much. Have a great night. We love you guys.
0: Amen.